Salam everyone and welcome to Lamy Inspires podcast. My name is Lamia and I am called Lamy. I'm here to inspire you through discussing topics that are dear to me and sharing also some personal experiences along the way. I start every episode with a quote and on this one we will talk about the KonMari method of tidying up your home but using this method to declutter your mind and people. Quote of the episode is from Marie Kondo. She says, The place we live should be for the person we are becoming now, not for the person we have been in the past. As this topic turned out to be um, (laughs) a bit of a requested topic, but also quite long, I decided to cut it into two parts. So this is part one, and part two will be shared separately. On this episode number two of Lamy Inspires podcast, we will be discussing the concept of KonMari, but also how to use this method that was invented by a Japanese young woman called Marie Kondo to help you challenge your perspective, to make guilt-free decisions and get rid of toxic people. Marie Kondo claims that by tidying up your space, you can transform your life. At first, I wouldn't say it transforms my life, but... It definitely helps me to calm down if I am anxious or stressed. First, the process itself of tidying up the place makes me forget whatever that was stressing me. But also, after finally being done, I feel like I can think better in this tidy environment and relax. So let's get to know this Marie Kondo. (laughs) I don't want to dig deeply in who she is and is not really the point of this episode. But briefly, Marie Kondo is a tidying expert and she coaches consultants around the world to have the certification to be able to help you using this method at your home. Can you imagine that tidying could ever be an awesome job, like a job getting you to be famous? Um, I've never actually thought it could ever be, but whatever. She suggests that you should be choosing what you want to keep and not what you want to get rid of. How? Well, by asking yourself if this item sparks joy in you. (laughs) And keep only those things that speak to your heart, she says. Then take the plunge and discard all the rest. First, I don't know if you guys already know Marie Kondo. But if you've been on Twitter, there are so many funny memes about this spark joy thing because it's the main concept of the whole tidying up thing. So you would need to take this dress or t-shirt and hold it close to your chest and ask yourself, does it spark joy? Like, you know, if this item makes you happy. And the answer should be whether yes or no. The nose, as you understood, will be discarded um, and given away or donated or whatever. And the yes ones will be kept. Marie Kondo is suggesting to tidy up in categories rather than by room. So, for example, 
instead of tidying up the bedroom, then the kitchen, then the living room, etc., she suggests tidying up per category, like in the order of first all the clothes of the flat or house, then all the books, then all the papers. Then the fourth category is called komono, and it's the random items that can go to the previous categories. But there is still one more category, and it's the sentimental items. She suggests to let the sentimental items as the last one, because she knows that they are the hardest in terms of decision-making. Like this t-shirt offered from your grandma when you were a child, or that broken mug offered from a dear friend, etc. Now, let's say that those friends or close family members are your sentimental items present in your environment. They are not useful anymore, but you have them for so long and you have some nice memories linked to them, but you still need to select them and only keep the ones that, remember, spark joy. <laughs> okay, ready? Let's get started. First, we will start with the people to discard, but the question you would be asking yourself is like, how to detect them? How to know that I should kick out these people from my life? Well, you should ask yourself this question. Do you want to have fewer high-quality friends? Or a lot of, you know, low-quality friends. And imagine me using the two quotes <laughs> with my hands while saying the word friends. Sometimes it's coming from you and sometimes it's from them. But when it doesn't click anymore, it's time to let go of it. In the following, I'll be stating seven characteristics of people to discard. First, gaslighting. I'm starting with this one because it's the most dangerous for our mental health. For those of you who don't know gaslighting, it's to basically let the other person feel insecure about themselves. Um, like when someone is trying to drive you crazy. It includes a lot of emotional manipulation. The word itself started to be used in the 40s or 50s, maybe late 40s, after that movie called Gaslight. And it's a love drama story about this guy who was, yeah, you guessed it, <laughs> gaslighting a woman he loved. But he said there wasn't any letter. He said I was going out of my mind. Not going out of your mind. You're slowly and systematically being driven out of your mind. Why? Why? Perhaps because you found this letter no too much. Or because then he would have control of your property, of this house. Second characteristic. Expecting you to be perfect and blaming you if not. Since when you have to be perfect to be treated kindly and to have a friend. If you feel like you can't be your true self with any person, then there is no need to keep them in your life. Example, um, they begin to judge you for your new hobby. I don't know, like they go like, what, seriously, who likes that? Or, oh my god, I don't want to have a friend who likes this or that. And sometimes irony is funny and sarcasm. I am very sarcastic and I really like this kind of humor. But when it's too regular, like all the time, there must be something there. Or if you feel that instead of giving you an advice, they are actually pushing you to be the person that they want you to be, then this means that you don't want to keep them in your life. The third characteristic. Initiatives always come from you. You call. You text. You suggest to meet, and when you don't, they blame you for not being a good friend. 
or overall try to make you feel bad because you didn't put efforts. On the other hand, I guess needy people, but also too jealous friends, are also not that great for your mental balance, as they'll call you and text you and ask for all your time, and when you don't fulfill their needs, then they say that you're not a good friend anymore. That's really not a healthy relationship. Stay away from those who take everything very personally and find ways to make other people pay for it. Number four, feeling lonely when you are with them. There are many times in my life when I feel extremely lonely while I am with hell a lot of people. Because you can definitely feel lonely even when you are not alone. It's two really different concepts. You are not supposed to feel lonely when you are with a true friend. Fun fact, almost all of my close friends are living abroad. And just having a call with one of them makes me feel like they're next to me. And as if we're chatting just as we used to do. So if you feel lonely while you're with a friend, then it's not really one. Five, unstable relationships. Huge big note here. I am not talking about mentally unstable people here. It's more like today everything is awesome, we are best friends. And then suddenly I hate you and don't want to talk to you for no reason. And then a month later, I miss you and we are best friends again, and so on. Be careful. This can lead to a lot of anxiety and even depression. When I was in high school, um, there was a girl that I used to talk with a lot. We used to go out as well as um, she was part of my friend's crew. Like the type of friend I would sometimes spend the night with and we would share our family problems and so on. So one day after lunch and you know it's always nice to chill before going back to afternoon classes. So I was there standing in a sunny day. The lunch was nice with some of my friends and hers too. And she just comes and kisses everyone because that's how we greet in Morocco. But she skipped me. Um, you should know that I was in the middle. So imagine a row of people and I am in the middle. This girl just skipped me and moved to greet the others. I was like so perplexed. I was just not sure if she's joking or <laughs> what the hell was happening. I um, didn't say anything. And then later on, at that time we were still using MSN, this messenger app. I don't know if you guys um, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but I asked her what's wrong and she said nothing. I am not sure if she is listening to this podcast. Um, but if you are and you recognize yourself, first of all, congratulations. And second, I want to say thank you. Like, really thank you. Thanks to what you did, I went through so many anxious days and evenings during more than a month. But it taught me to actually move on. Guys, if you're really important for these people, they won't um, leave. At least not without trying to talk about it and fix the misunderstanding. By the way, the same thing goes to partners, so love relationships too. All in all, she came to me some time later to talk normally, as if nothing had happened, and to say that, oh, I was offended because you didn't like my friend. Um, yeah, honestly, I didn't like her friend. And I had my reasons, and, and it's my right. Guys, you don't have to like your friend's friends. And if someone pushes you to like their friends or put it as a condition, you know, like a condition sine qua non to be your friend, then let, let it, it go. go, let it go, can't hold you back anymore, let it go, let it go, turn it 
characteristic number six, zero active listening. Um, sometimes you get into the situation with someone that you're trying to talk with about a problem you're having, but they just keep trying to get out of the conversation um, about your problems. When they finally listen, you feel like you are too heavy for them to listen to you. And you feel like they are listening out of obligation and not with the will to support you, you know? Friends who wouldn't show you empathy and give you their time, and not, they are not really friends to rely on. When as Camilla Cabello sings. I'm just looking for some real friends. All they ever do is let me down. Every time I let somebody in, then I find out what they're all about. I'm just looking for some real friends. Wonder where they're all hiding out. I'm just looking for some real friends. Gotta get up out of this town. Last but not least, this is by far my favorite one. It's quite the most important, I would say, and also the easiest to detect, as we would just trust our gut's feeling. So, characteristic number seven. When you sometimes have some good news, like, hey, I got accepted for a master in this school, or hey, I'm getting married, or hey, I finally got hired in this company I wanted to work in so bad, whatever. By the way, you don't have to start all the sentences with hey, but it was just an example. <laughs> don't know why I kept repeating hey, but whatever. Um, anyways, the reaction of your friend makes you skeptical. Like, it makes you wonder if they are truly happy for you. When you have some good news and you are not sure if the person you are talking to is really happy for you. You can feel it, by the way, when they are not. Sometimes these people tend to compete with you as well. And you can feel it too. They love to celebrate their successes, so they would come and tell you about it, super excited and happy. But when it's your success, you feel like there is something there. If you do feel these two things quite often, it's high time to let it go. In the part two of this episode two, you'll be discovering the characteristics of people you should keep in your life and surround yourself with, those people you know who spark joy in you. I'll be also sharing how to declutter your social environment and tidy it up to feel peaceful. This includes social media and daily life too. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening and remember, if you want to support me in what I do, please share, subscribe, comment and like on SoundCloud and leave a review over on iTunes. You can also follow me on Instagram, if you are not there already, on lami.inspires. That's all for now, but I will see you inshallah in the next episode of Lami Inspires Podcast. Slama.